Welcome to episode six of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. I'm Steven. And uh, we're back with another week of trying our best to get something done in the apocalypse. Um, <laughs> every week, Steven and I meet together uh, via Zoom and we try to work toward building a graphic novel together. We've been trying to do this for over a decade probably closer to 20 years by this point but i like to just cut it off and say 10 years just because it makes me feel better about we me. just started this is our first comic we've, we've never, never touched paper or pen before i just learned to read so <laughs> um, yeah so steven and i were amish um no. <laughs> but anyway so every week we get together and we do this thing so far it's been been going really well uh i think part of it is this keeping us accountable what do you think 100% like if all else fails we have the podcast so it's it's definitely great um yeah 100% like it, it keeps that like weekly rhythm which is something I definitely need yeah uh yeah and it's just fun to do anyway and then like it makes you feel like you you want to present something you know you want to bring something to the table when we start talking besides vampires and uh so it's just nice speaking of vampires no no not yet not yet i'll get we'll get to this um i agree though like totally i like i tend to be way too harsh on myself and i get to the point i i have like my extremes where i either am way too loose and i'm like all right when i get inspiration <laughs> or i get way too rigid and i just like start just like fastidiously taking notes and like writing exactly what I have to do on the hour. And like, I even go so far as to make notes in my phone and I'm like, I need to write at exactly 10 o'clock, you know, <laughs> it's like, but sometimes that's because, you know, we have kids. Like I, you know, I have my son and I know as soon as he goes to bed, I only have three to five hours if I get no sleep, you know, <laughs> like if he goes to bed at eight o'clock, it's nine, 10, 11, 12, that's four hours if I go to sleep at midnight. I go to sleep at one, I get a good five hours of maybe flipping through, t you know, Twitter and then trying to work. Yeah. Know? So, so it's like, I have to be really careful about how I like my, t you know, I have to be really careful about my time management and stuff, but, but yeah, so I think this does totally keep me accountable. Cause like, I like, I knew we were going to record, we were talking about recording yesterday, but like I had like an allergy <laughs> attack from God who like, it was like, you didn't finish your pages. Take wow. Wow. Yeah. Just like punch to my my sinuses because if there's one thing I can do while I'm sitting still in my bed is write. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I I will put tissues in my nose and get work done, you know. So and that's what I did. Like I literally I had all the pages already thumbnailed for chapter two, but I hadn't written it to send it to you yet, and that's mm -hmm. the most important part since you're the one who has to actually do the drawings, mm -hmm. you know. So I was like, mm -hmm. I need to get that done. So, yeah, so, so it's something like as fast as you're moving, because I only got the one page done this week, uh, which we've already posted to Facebook. But um, Oh, but we'll post here. We'll because post we it here as well. We haven't posted it to our podcast yet. So if you're listening at home, we do have this YouTube channel. It's now youtube.com slash we have issues podcast. We earned it. We earned it. We got, we... Last I checked, I think we were at 106 subscribers, everybody. So we are definitely like steadily growing. It's, it's awesome. So please, it's just please continue to share uh it's you guys are doing great <laughs> yeah it's really fantastic i i for me i think it's really funny because i do see like i i personally have friends that have like ten thousand subscribers on their youtube accounts <laughs> but for me i'm like we did it steven 
we're doing it we're climbing this ladder you know and it's, it's really funny because it is like the most ridiculous hill but like whatever like i i'm i'm gonna celebrate small victories as they appear to us right I, just what? imagine the montage sequence that we can make later as we're taking pictures of our subscribers exactly no it's it's really cool though I, i'm mm -hmm. really thankful for everyone so if you're listening on uh podian or itunes or any of the places we post just the audio we definitely appreciate all of you and but know that we are available on you on youtube and we actually have a url now which is we're pretty proud of mm -hmm. um but if you're watching on youtube you can see that steven finished this page <sighs> i think my new favorite thing is going to be editing the page in other places where you're not pointing <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> like the teeniest little um but yeah so steven finished the page i love it I, I think it, it'll be really fun because I can post um, what my thumbnail is versus what Steven's page is so people can see. Te Honestly, I was when I wrote uh, the first page, I was thinking of the last duplex we lived in, but Steven wrote or drew the one that he knows best. As the last I didn't even know you guys had moved to a separate location. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Because like we had, we had like this like non falling out, just quiet time in our friendship for a just while. Walk it was yeah. literally the Chiodo song. We just you know just walked away <laughs> ever looking back we didn't love every second of it though that's the thing mr chiotos we did not love every second of it this name? could probably be the best not to mention the worst <laughs> idea we've ever had steven i'm sorry i'm sorry okay In knowing what we felt. No, this is the chiotos cast <laughs> craig owens there um, it is thank you so uh my ex and i lived in one in a duplex and steven was really familiar with that place because we actually lived in two different two different locations in that side. we lived on both sides same side oh did you know yeah, it, it was the same side but it was both like yeah both sides of the same unit because it was a quad it was yeah. a fourplex basically so we lived in yeah we lived in both doors in the same unit and that was the one that steven's most familiar with honestly the most aesthetically pleasing one so i think it works mm -hmm. best for the comic anyway i really i like the page that you drew that we just uh showed um but I think that's fun because I didn't specify, and honestly, it's not. It wasn't as important. It's not important that it was that one because we won't be traveling into like to see the exteriors of really any other places that I can think of, because we're, we're like from mm -hmm. that point in the script, we're following the POV of of the protagonist. So it's just what he sees, and him is what we see. You know. So, mm -hmm. what have you thought of the pages I've sent you so far? Oh, they look awesome. I got I, I to gotta like really study the scribbles a little bit better because, I mean, when, when you do thumbnails, yeah. you do thumbnails. Like, yeah, I do, like, I, I do like these teeny little thumbnails. I really do. Um, I should do a little bit more. But I, if you, like I said to you uh, in our private messages, like if you want me to do a little bit more, I, I definitely will. You, I don't, you don't have to because like just like looking at like – it's mostly the page layout itself that I right. need to see, you know? Yeah. So like how you're like long panel, for example, you put long panel. Now that could be in my head. I was like, is he talking vertical? Does he want like, you know, a long panel and then boom, 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 boom. Right. But then I saw your thumbnail. It's an, it's an across long panel. So like just that in itself will give me a better idea. And then obviously from there, it's, it's going to have to be whatever we need to show in that panel. Like if I'm showing an entire room, I might need more space than of you're course. saying, you know, and we'll of just course. have to go from there. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, and I like that. And, you know, that's why this this system will work out. Although, like, 
I mean, you went hard on the first page, but why <laughs> wouldn't you? There's no reason not to just finish that. It's an exterior. You know what it's going to look like. I went ahead and color. I went ahead and color it too because uh, I felt like coloring that page was most of the artwork than than the lines were. So like right. that's why I went ahead and colored it also to yeah. give it all the thematic energy it needed and all that. Which, by the way, I went back and looked at your script, and your script did not like ask for as much doom and gloom as I gave that first no. page, no. but. It works. It, no, no, it's good because, well, it's fine. What's the funniest thing to me is like I've gotten, especially recently since working on Bullet and the Beast, I've gotten really used to writing really sparse scripts for myself because mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I know how to fill in all of these blanks and I'm just going to put like the most important little details for me. Like what, what is this page? You know, like what is this panel? Um, and I'm, I haven't been writing like prosy sort of thing, you know, prosy sort of descriptions like I used to. Um, but now for you, I have to remember to describe some of those things. And some of it, it's funny because, like, we talk about it. Like, we talked about how it has to set the tone from the beginning and then it's going to be a mm -hmm. different tone at the end, how it comes full circle. We've spoken about that. So then, like, when I'm writing the page, I a lot of the time I just skip over the stuff that I feel like goes unspoken, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and that might be an issue eventually. So I should probably, <laughs> like, I have to consider it. You know, as long as we've spoken about like that page yeah. and like I've learned too with art, especially like that, where you're trying to like really like punch in a theme, it's best just to crank that dial all the way to max. You know what I'm saying? Like I could have made it like, you know, uh, partly cloudy right. and it would have, it would have, you might've been like, oh, you might've not even noticed that the weather was, was dull, but that stormy weather really like punches it. Like, Hey, this night's kind of suck already. Let's yeah. see what's going on inside. And yeah, you find definitely. out that the inside sucks just as much as the outside. You're just describing me to a T, Stephen. <laughs> but yeah, I think we both did really great. Uh, I finished all of writing all of chapter two. I like. I sent you the, the script I'm working on now. I'm mostly focusing on panel descriptions and just like noting where dialogue is and kind of like I mostly when I'm writing dialogue for you now, it's like tonal dialogue, so you get an understanding of like expressions that have to have happen. <laughs> you know, because like mm -hmm. I like a lot of the a lot of the dialogue I've been writing is just like really like placeholder. Like I know something similar to this has to go in there, but I'm gonna like solidify all the dialogue later. I'm trying to finish the whole book as fast as I can as far as the pages are concerned. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna- So that way I look just like the worst when I'm on like page three and he's done. That's 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 the goal, everybody. Then, yeah. Um, no, well, really the reason I'm doing it that like this way is every week I'm trying to write a chapter until it's finished. It should only be, it should only be four to five chapters really. Like we're, cause it's, it's more like a graphic novella, <laughs> you know? Like we're, we're not writing like, we're not creating blankets. Can you see this? I don't know. But yeah. did you get a chance to read chapter two yet? Mm -mm, I did not. No? Okay, okay. Actually, my, my next question... <laughs> so, go ahead. My next question to you was going to be, um, although you finished the first page, did you work on anything else or, like, did something get... So, I was perusing, perusing Reddit and okay. um, I follow a multitude of subs. I'm a gamer, for those who don't know. Um, and I'm subscribed to the World of Warcraft subreddit. And I'm sure if you are also subscribed to the World of Warcraft subreddit, you've seen this because it's become quite the meme. So I was on the WoW subreddit and some guy uploaded this picture and he had this huge story attached to it. And, and essentially what the story said was, um, so I went on Fiverr, spent 600 bucks to get this picture, this digital painting of like me and my guildy friends in World of Warcraft. And this is what the guy sent me. And it's like legit, like the guy just went in game, positioned all the characters, 
took a screenshot with print screen, went into Photoshop and put some black lines over that. And then did some really, I mean, if you go to Reddit, you can see it. I mean, did some really horrible, like, like coloring and stuff on top of these characters. And it's literally just like the, the, the worst drawing you've ever seen. And I don't know what it was, man. It just really touched my heart. I really felt bad for him and everything. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw this. You know, it's a good challenge for me. It's a nice group shot. I can like get creative with it. And I got like, if you're an artist, you know, like that little inkling, like that, 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 that passion just like wells up in you and i just had to like do it so i start penciling this and like i'm thinking i'm gonna get this drawn today i'll get it colored tomorrow i'll send it to him so i spent like probably eight hours penciling the thing and like because it's 10 characters on the screen so like didn't even think all these custom armors and like expressions and like i thought i was gonna be able to do this no problem and like so i spent all this time penciling this and like i'm like whatever i'm already I'm already doing it. I spent, I got off work today at four and I've literally been flatting it for the last four hours, five hours almost. It's just, it's crazy how many different colors there are in it. Like, and I'm not even, I haven't even started shading yet. That's the thing. Like each character's got like five or six colors on them. So like, and then each one has weapons and it's, it's definitely a much, I wasn't realizing what I was getting involved into, but I'm one of those, I'm, I'm in it now. I just got to finish it and I'm going to send it to him and he's going to be happy because at least him and his guildies can have this like picture that I did. My biggest, my biggest concern is that it's going to get laughed at. It's going to be the second meme. That's going to be like, <laughs> hey, the first one was, look at this kid. Look at this guy spending all this time on this dumb drawing. But uh, I did send him like a preliminary pencil and he said he loved it. So, oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, do you have anything that we could put up for the podcast yet, or do you want to wait until you're finished? You can post those flats I showed you, but maybe, maybe I'll send you more. So, right now, as it stands, just yeah. whatever I just sent you. But by the time you edit, hey, this it, is maybe... what Steven sent me before, right before I finished this. There you go. Honestly, it's been awesome. The best part about it is, um, I mean, since we've started this podcast and since we've started working on this comic, yeah. um. My game, like the amount of time I spend playing video games has shrunk significantly, which is good because like it really was, it's just, it's just dead time. So like, um, it's really good that my time has shrunk and it, it's shrinking because my, pa- it's obviously my time playing video games is only going to shrink if my passion for something else grows. Right. You know, if my passion to play video games is greater than what I'm working on, then I'm going to play video games. But the passion has been in these projects that we're working on. So it's awesome that like that my, is, my love is somewhere else. So when when you do game now though, do you do you find yourself doing more in the time that you're gaming, or is it still like the same way you'd use time in the game anyway? So like anyone that plays World of Warcraft or any like game like that, like um, I really wish I could like remove that from me. I really wish I could like not want to play that game because it really like sullies playing any other game. So I only play World of Warcraft because. I only have, I only play a certain amount of time. So I'm just going to, and honestly, I think what it is that I enjoy so much about it is the monotony. It's logging in, doing like a daily chore and just Uh like, like, I don't know what it is. It's just like something to like get my brain going while I'm sipping coffee in the morning. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Actually. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's just like, uh, what's what's that? uh, Ready player one. It's like, we all want that Oasis to an extent, Mm -hmm. you know, like we want that place to just kind of like, you know, virtually dive into and just, 
exist in, like tread the water of some other world for a little bit. It's not even like a, a representation that you're unhappy or anything in your world. It's just that this is so different than what I experience every day. And it's just something that like there are none of my own issues when I'm trying to like get these ducks, you know, <laughs> like whatever yeah. you're trying, you know. Well, you know, I mean, like, I think I think the beauty of video games is is you set out to do a task mm -hmm. and you can 100% complete that task. And yeah. it gives you that little, a little bump of serotonin. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Hey, yeah. you did something. And yeah. like, that's, that's the addictive quality of gaming. And that's the thing. Like, that's why it's always one more game because oh, yeah. you're just trying cool. to chase that proverbial high. Really? Yeah, it, it is crazy. And I mean, I understand that, you know, like, like what we're doing, it's funny. Cause it's like the difference between like, pushing a button and getting like a little jolt of happiness versus like <laughs> pulling a lever that's gonna just like be really difficult to pull. But once you do it, it's like raining happiness. It's gonna be insane. And like, you know, <laughs> I just think of all the glorious things that we'll be able to accomplish if we become financially successful. So I, I work in Venice sometimes because I work construction, so I, I up and down the Southwest coast. Um, and there's this one side road that we take to get to one of the jobs and they have ostrich. They have an ostrich farm. So I look into it. Turns out farming ostrich is like pretty lucrative. Like ostriches are like surprisingly like pricey. Like the, the ground meat on an ostrich is like $17 a pound. And it's like this. And I found out it's red meat. It's not white meat. I know there's so much stuff that I learned today about okay. ostrich. Okay. Farm. First of all, let me just, let me just stop you. First of all, I've never considered in my life that people own ostriches. I'll just tell you that. Dude, it blew my mind. Um, it was crazy. So, so let's go, let's go that, like, let's just start there. First of all, I just thought ostriches were wild birds that no one's ever tasted. Like that's in my head, in my brain, in my dumb face. I thought no human would eat an ostrich. Have you seen an ostrich? Have you looked at them? Fast. They dig their head in the sand. Supposedly, probably a myth. I don't know. Um, From what I can tell, they're amazing kickboxers. Like, what? <laughs> okay, now I understand why people eat them. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, it's actually like, it's a what they're calling like a future, like it's, it's a good future prospect for meat because they only, you only have to feed, it's crazy how much stuff I like research. You only have to feed them three pounds of food a day when they're adults. Like uh, they're really cheap to keep and they're like, they only need about like one acre to like run around in. So what you're saying um, is we need an acre just one how, acre. How many ostriches can you fit in an acre? I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Yeah, no, 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 no. Speak with confidence, Mr. Ostrichologist. <laughs> you are the doctor of ostriches <laughs> in this podcast right now. So for us to turn a profit on the ostrich meat, here's go. the thing about the meat. is the ground meat $17 a pound, but they have steaks. You can, I mean, I'm not doing this because I love animals. I eat no, there's them, no way. I still I love could... them. I'm not butchering it. I don't I'm going to name them. every one of them. I'm not like, we were talking, <laughs> but like. The, the meat, but then their hide, they make leather out of Like You can use every part of the ostrich, apparently. Like See, what you're saying is we can have an acre of, of land and a seven-foot-tall muscle-bound racing bird that we can also <laughs> make armor out of. And I was even thinking, hear me out, maybe yeah. we intentionally start our farm near another ostrich farm okay and then we pitch this story to history channel or a and &E, whichever one wants to pick it up it's called ostrich wars all right and we just like straight up go to battle like that makes so much lances. sense i mean i'm not gonna ride one because i weigh as much as an ostrich but maybe you possibly I mean, my I mean, daughters you, you can tie two ostriches together and they could can... you imagine me using ostriches as boots 
Yes, I can. I am now. (laughs) If that's not if that's not the symbol of our comic book company, I don't. It is. It officially is. (laughs) Just chariots of ostrich. Like that's. So basically, what Stephen and I are talking about is we're going to make a an ostrich colony. That's 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 basically what 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 we surmise from all these uh all this information. And like my wife, here's the thing about my wife, she knows me. So like, I say this as a joke to her, and she's like so serious so direct cutting it off like steven listen to me you are not going to have an ostrich farm and i'm like cut you off right there invisible like <laughs> hypothetical tina like we're gonna get an ostrich and this is happening you heard it here she straight up <laughs> told me she goes she goes steven if you buy an ostrich we're getting a divorce and i'm like well wait 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 steven 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 she said an ostrich. If you get two ostriches, the marriage <laughs> the is on. So here's the thing. A mating pair costs about 90 grand. We can do this. Or All we right, can so- just buy two babies and raise them. So here's my thought too, man. They're like, they're seven feet tall. Like I'm 6'3", about 6'4", right. maybe if I'm yeah. like not hunching over like, you know, quasi, quasi, quasi-moto. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I used to start drawing these things Quasi- that I accidentally Steven just accidentally invented Quasimodo and it's my favorite thing that's ever happened I actually forgot where I was oh they're 7 foot tall man 300 pounds like they can run 50 miles per hour. Like, who's farming these? For who's who's brave enough to farm these things? Like, can you just imagine? Like, yeah, you know, Tom, like he he died. How did he die? He got kicked in the face for one of his offices. What you're saying is, it has to be like a kickboxer who can farm them. It has to be like a real fighter, like Chuck Norris, Jean Claude Van Damme style. <laughs> I was like, gonna say, we got we got a movie. In. <laughs> Wait a sec. In a world. Speaking. Okay, hang on. <laughs> hang on. The dumbest thought I had all day was I was I, like, I'm still fighting with myself because I can't decide which one is better slash worse. Um, so let's, are you, wait, wait, do we have anything else that we have to say with our ostrich conversation before I um, pivot this? No, I know a lot more stuff, but I think, I think everyone's, I think everyone's done with the ostrich conversation. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw out a new segment of this podcast that we'll do every once in a while. And it's going to be called pitches get stitches. Pitches get stitches. Pitches get stitches. Bitches get stitches. Yeah, so, so basically, like, one of us, I think, whatever dumb idea you have that you're like, huh, is this a story? We should just pitch it to each other as, like, or just, like, a, the basic version of it and see how stupid it is or see if we can fix it or just see, like, where it goes. Because, like, today I had an idea that's not a real idea. It's not something I ever want to work on. But I'm just, I want your take on which one is better because it's pissing me off. Um, So... Is it Jean-Claude Vampire or Jean-Claude Van Dampire? Which one is better? Jean-Claude. What about, what about you like flip it around? It's like Jean-Claude Damn Vampire. Jean-Claude Damn Vampire. I actually like that a lot. Jean-Claude Damn Vampire. Wait, okay, no, no, no. 
that that makes me think it's a series. The first one is called Jean-Claude Damme Vampire. And it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's not even a character. It's just him. He's like not acting anymore. He's doing whatever he's doing. He's like, you know, in the middle of Bloodsport because he probably really kickboxes and like raises guy, By the way, in Bloodsport, the guy he was, that TIE fighter that he was fighting, like I had nightmares of him when I was a kid. Like that guy was like borderline like the Shang Tsung of my oh, world. Like he was terrified. That was insane. He was like, Whoa. he was scary looking, man. But anyway, sure. that... <laughs> But so Jean-Claude Van Damme, normal life, suddenly vampires right like so Jean-Claude Van Damme is now like wherever he's I don't know where he's living but wherever he's living he's in this small town trying to just live a normal human life now no longer caring about like the fame that he had once just try has to save the small town from the vampires right by the end of the movie though he gets bit and in the sequel he gets to be Blade like a Blade character and it's John Claude Van Dampire. Oh, you know what I mean? So then he's he is the vampire. So the first one is John Claude Damn Vampires. So he's killing him. Yeah, Second damn vampire. Like John Claude Colon. Damn yeah. vampires. Exactly. Gotcha. And then in the second one, it's John Claude Vampire or John Claude Van Dampire. Can't decide. <laughs> I, I like the question mark. Like I I would love to make a movie with a question mark in it like that. Like basically the I'm on Burgundy, like John Claude Vampire. Vampire. <laughs> I think like but what because like the pronunciation is doing so much heavy lifting there. You can't just write it and expect because people are just gonna be like John Claude Vampire. Like no, John Claude Vampire. You have to say it a very specific way. That's why I kind of like. What you're John- telling me is that we have to develop like a really like tight knit like underground fan base that'll correct people at the movie theaters as they're going to go see it. Gotcha. Yeah, we need really pretentious people and their pretentious grandmas <laughs> and grandpas. We need them both. Yeah, we, we haven't really been. We've been really slacking on the grandpa love. I feel like I feel like we focus <laughs> a lot on. We do say grandparents a lot, but I feel like we're focusing a lot on grandmas. Listen, all one hundred and six subscribers on YouTube. If you haven't contacted your grandparents. Most of us, not most, because actually I don't have any left. I have zero grandparents. Here's the thing. I have zero grandparents left. Contact your grandparents that are living for me because I don't have my grandparents. I have zero grandparents also. Yeah. Our grandparents would have subscribed. They would have. My my grandpa. sad music, man. He would have too. Oh, I know he would have. For sure. Oh my gosh. Like literally the last thing my grandpa said to me, like like, when the last, it was literally the last time I saw my grandpa. It was when I first published, um, my first kid's book and he was like you know he was like congratulating me and like hugging me and was like how did you you know how did it do and i was like it's so you know it sold a few but it's not doing that you know like it's not like blowing up or anything he's like don't worry kid you know like the next one or the next one it'll happen you know just like the most supportive like amazing beautiful perfect last moments my grandpa could possibly have that that's awesome uh, yeah so i love my grandpa and he would have subscribed just to hit subscribe for sure just like mm-hmm. your grandparents should <laughs> so like if each and every one of you even has half of your grandparents left like that's two just two extra subscribers we want your grandparents okay that's 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 what this is all about. It's what it's always been about. It's never been about us making a comic. Yeah, well, you know what? The comic is really just a way to get you to listen so we can get your grandpa. <laughs> we your grandpa and your grandmas to listen to us. We have a message for him. Oh, We're going to start uh, an ostrich farm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
our comic company is going to be Ostrich. <laughs> is there, okay, so is it Ostrich Colony con- Comics? I love it. You don't... <laughs> You down with OCC? You down with yeah? You know me. Like I like it. I think it. I think ostrich colony. Dude, and I think I really should be just me mounted with my feet. Yep. Like jet ski. Like I'm imagining like the boards of like you know like you know, when you're waterboarding. Yep. Like just two ostriches and me with these huge reins and like long hair flowing. That's exactly what I'm, I'm gonna thinking. do. Like a silhouette. Like 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 this just Nordic god riding these. Not that I think of myself as that way, but like you know. But can can the ostriches kind of look like me a little? Oh man, I'm so messed up, but gladly. I can gladly think about it. What if I just made you your face with like an ostrich? If if I'm not at least one of these two ostriches, I'm going to be upset. I feel like Tina should be the other one, but she'd hate it. She would hate it. She is not about the ostrich light. I'm going I'm, I'm to work on her. I'm going to work on her? If this podcast is about anything, it's about getting your grandpa and talking Tina and letting Stephen get an ostrich farm. <laughs> I'm serious. Everyone listening to this podcast right now, I want you all to hold me accountable. If Anthony and I somehow become famous from any of this beautiful artwork that we're creating, I'm going to start an ostrich farm. It's going to happen. Hold me accountable. So like, I so I sent that song. It was the first song I wrote for my, my son's mom um, and the song I played when I proposed to her. Um, so I, you know, I played that and then, you know, said a bunch of stuff and then proposed. So in the, in the graphic novel, it's going to be, he basically shoots out of the record player onto the ground. And when he looks up, he's on his knee proposed, like Mm. he had just proposed. And so he's like, you know, spat out onto the ground. And when he comes up, he's, you know, realizes there's a ring in his hand and he realizes he's in that moment. So, I was going to actually ask you, because um, there's a moment. Have you ever seen the show Quantum Leap? Uh-huh. So in the show Quantum Leap, right? So there was a character, Sam Beckett, and he was traveling back in time, jumping into different bodies. Like, he was the consciousness in different bodies. And then he'd have to, like, do something to better that person's life. But then whenever he completed his mission at the end, it would always, like, he'd glow. And then it was just, like, it would glow in a new body. And then it would just, you know, re configure and he'd be normal again um so because we're doing like that glow magic you know Mm -hmm. that that green glow magic so there's a scene like so in the first chapter after he after he does everything he has to do in the chapter um basically he he starts to dance with his now fiance slash current ex fiance um but he's so crazy yeah so he starts to dance with her just kind of like coming to terms with what's happening and as he comes to terms with it and the song ends, I want to show in the panel that you still see them dancing, but like his, it's kind of like his soul's getting sucked out. Like, you know, the, the magic version of him is getting sucked out back into the record player and that's him traveling into a new song, you know? So like he's leaving that memory, but it's still leaving the, you know, lingering moment of them dancing. So, you know. So you're seeing it still like. Yeah. So you still see that moment, but you see the magic pulling him back into the rate, you know, the back into the record player itself. Um, and I, I made that very much like a, like storyboard, I think. And it's going to be easier for you because you could just basically draw the whole background once and then just mm-hmm. kind of like transpose the characters in different places dancing. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just like three panels of that, of them dancing, except for like his, like the magic is pulling him out 
a little more in each panel. And in the last one, it's basically just them dancing and the magic fizzing. Like what you thought of like that little bit, like the magic pulling, kind of like pulling a. No, that sounds awesome. That's like a pretty cool idea, and like it, like it also shows you that like he's basically like spirit taking over that body in that yeah. moment. Exactly. Yes, because I mean he is basically quantum leaping, you know, and I, I mean that show. I didn't think about that when I came up with the idea, but. I like the idea of jumping into a consciousness as time travel. And that's what he's doing. Like he is jumping into his body in that moment. And he is like, he's embodying that spirit and having to live in that moment again. And then when he leaves, I mean, his body would still be there. He's still, <laughs> you know, like he still lived that moment. So anyway, it's a, you know, time travel is interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I wrote it. Um, if you'd get a chance to read or when you get a chance to read what I wrote for the second chapter, let me know. Cause I want to see what you think. I will. Yeah. I'll read uh, that tonight. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So I wrote all of the first two. I'm gonna, so for me, I'm just gonna write the next chapter. That's my plan. Um, Atlas and goes. I'll, I'll, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I want to say Atlas goes with his mom this this week. So when she goes, that's always the easiest time for me to write. So honestly, I'm going to try to write two chapters just to to get as much done as I can. Um, <laughs> but my my main plan is to get one chapter and send it off to you before we record again. Okay. Awesome. And then I'll try to get page two done <clears throat> completely. Okay, pencils. 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 Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. All right. And then maybe even start the third. We'll see. We'll see how my time goes this week. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, dude. So you just plan, uh, plan page two. I plan the next chapter, and mm -hmm. then we'll meet up, and that'll be it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We have issues. We have issues. Say we're gonna have an ostrich farm. <laughs> Open, okay. We need an ostrich farm. Say, Daddy, we're gonna start an ostrich farm. Daddy, we're gonna start an ostrich farm. Oh, we have a You know what an ostrich is? <laughs> we're gonna have a bunch of <laughs> we're <gonna have> pet <laughs> ostriches. For real? We got like twenty of them. Mommy's gonna hate it. So All right, Anthony. All right, see you, dude. You have, have a, a good, good Friday night. evening. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's oh, my hair looks so epic right now too. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll catch you soon. All right, dude. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.